This program is dedicated to Helle and Jürgen Schmidt, without whose support this would not have been possible. This feature is rated R for the occasional use of mild, bad language. Studio 7 presents a brand new audio drama, The New Adventures of Red Riding Hood. Episode 1, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? Part 1. Welcome, strangers. So glad you decided to stop by and hear our tale. My name is... <laughs> well, you'll find out soon enough who I am. But allow me to introduce the woman in this, whose story is almost as long and twisted as mine. The only difference is, she doesn't know just how twisted it is. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Her name is Captain Ruby Hart of Space Corps, and we join her in the year 3029, just as her life is about to get... Interesting. <laughs> Come on, listen to her tale. The girl makes me agitated, and I just get all wound up, and I just want to... <sighs> Anyway, enjoy her tale, and we will meet again very soon. Very, very soon. Date entry 4th of October 3029. This is Captain Ruby Hart of the CS Star Rider on a return from mission 228-0-1. The delivery of one cosmic overdrive to Hoxpit garages on Beta 8 is confirmed and payment has been made to RRH Space Corps via Interstellar Bax. Also confirmed. No problems or issues to report. Over and out. Captain, we're approaching Space Corps. Estimated time to docking is 10 minutes. Thanks, Lazarus. Let me know when we're docking, please. Affirmative, Captain. Another exciting mission completed, eh, PT-9? Am I detecting sarcasms in your tone, Captain? Am I to understand they are not really your sentiments to this mission? And when do you ever call me PT-9? Me? Sarcastic? No way! I was deadly serious, PT. My sensors now detect an increase in sarcasm aimed at me! <laughs> oh, PT. <laughs> you can read me too well, my friend. <laughs> Indeed, Captain. My circuitry is well designed to learn every part of your manner. Over a period of time, our systems adapt to know you better than you do. Blah, 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 blah. Knock it off, PT. I know. We designed you. <laughs> Jeez. Approaching docking area 002, Captain. 
Shall I engage docking thrusters? Wait for it. Steady. Engage. Thrusters engaged. Docking now, Captain. Ah, Captain. Welcome back. General. Hope the mission went smoothly for you. Captain Johnson arrived back last week and had nothing but problems with pirates around Beta Quadrant. Had to abort mission and return to base. Bloody pirates. So, I trust you had a more successful time? Everything went according to plan, General. The item was delivered on time and payment taken. I did send the report. Oh, good, good. I expected nothing less from my number one captain. I will be recharging if you need me, Captain. Of course, Petey. I'll see you later. Um, forgive me, General, but I wasn't expecting a greeting dockside by someone such as yourself. Is there something I should know? <laughs> good old Ruby. You don't miss a trick, do you? <laughs> Years of practice, sir. So, what's the problem then? What do you need from me? Yes, yes indeed. What do I want with you? <laughs> ah, here we are. Mother! What are you doing here? You... You never come up to the main deck. What's going on? Relax, Ruby. The General asked me to come up here. He wanted to show me around some of the Space Corps' latest gadgetry. I must admit, however, that I don't really understand it. But he seems to enjoy showing it off to me. Oh, come now, Amelia, my dear. You know that you are as pleased with our groundbreaking new equipment as I am. Hmm. It may interest and please me, but as I said quietly to my daughter, I don't understand it. <laughs> as much as I love these little interactions between you two, I still cannot for the life of me wonder why you have met me at the docks and brought me to the main deck, General. I am tired from the journey home and just want some alone time. So, with the greatest respect, could you please tell me what is happening? <gasps> Ruby Art, don't be so abrupt. Have some respect for the General. It's okay, my dear, it's okay. Captain, there is no denying that I consider you to be the top-ranking captain and pilot here at Space Corps, and that meeting you at the docks and having your mother on deck is not a matter of pleasure or coincidence. Although it is always a pleasure to be in the company of two fine women. <clears throat> anyway, I digress. I have a mission of immeasurable importance, and one of which I trust no other than you. 
It is, however, fraught with danger and is the reason I wanted your mother here with you when I explain it all. Two days ago, we received this transmission from the SS King's Mill. They were on a mission in deep space passing through Alpha Venori. Listen. Mayday! Mayday! Uh, this is Captain Ginger of the SS King's Mill. Oh, we're being fired upon. I repeat, we are being fired upon. Uh, we've been unable to identify the enemy. They're, they're using some sort of cloaking device. Uh, a return fire is having no effect. Ah! I don't know how much longer our shields can withstand this. Ah, God damn it! The reactor's been hit! Gonna try and make it to the planet Dundrium below. Come on, you assholes! You can't catch me! I'm the ginger! Oh, God! We sustained too much damage. Our shields are out. They're at 4% and dropping. Wait, the enemy ship's still cloaking. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. No, it's... So, as you can hear, we have nothing to go on. We have no idea who is responsible. Our best guess is space pirates, but we don't know of any that have cloaking technology. Ginger and I went to the academy together. I... I can't believe he's gone. How can I help, General? I want to nail those bastards. There's more, Captain. The company Ginger was working for were supposed to be transporting a very important prototype piece of technology on board that day. At the last minute, however, the company decided to terminate the deal to transport the machine and send Captain Ginger and his crew on a different mission. They felt there was too much risk. We believe that these pirates were after the technology, and in realizing it wasn't on board, destroyed the SS Kingsmill. What the hell were they supposed to be transporting? <clears throat> The term they were using for the device was a chronological manipulator. A chrono... what a gig? A chronological manipulator. A, um, a time travel machine, Ruby. A bloody time machine. <laughs> what the f... <laughs> a time machine? <laughs> but that's not even possible. Is it? I'm afraid so. And it looks as though someone desperately wants to get their hands on it. So where the hell is it? Well, uh, that's the other part of what I needed you here for. It's here on board Space Corps, and we need you to transport it. What? You cannot be serious. How the hell have we ended up with this thing? And where is it going? It should be destroyed. Why, of all the gods, would you ask my daughter to take on this mission? It's suicide. You cannot send her. Douglas, Please don't make my daughter go. Ladies, please, please listen. We need Ruby to take a decoy to Grandma's house on Jupiter. Grandma's? Yes, it's the Galilean Republic's Association for Noble Dealers of Military Ammunition Supplies. Every no-good, cutthroat pirate and arms dealer in the galaxy trades there. If we send Ruby, then I guarantee it will draw out whoever is responsible for the death of Ginger, and we can have the Space Corps arrest them. Why are the Space Corps not doing this instead of my daughter? Because Space Corps knows she is the best damn captain in the entire Corps. Yes, but she is a captain in Space Corps. First Galaxy Logistics Department, not Space Corps Law Enforcement. Wait! Stop it! Just be quiet, both of you, please. Mother, I can do this. I'm not scared. 
I want these bastards whatever it takes, and if that means me taking a damn decoy to some shithole on Jupiter, then I am going to Jupiter. I'll make all the arrangements, Captain. Be ready to ship out at 1700 hours tomorrow. Emilia, I promise you'll be alright. I hope so, Douglas. I really hope so. I have calculated that our chances of survival on this mission, based on recent events, is... Oh, knock it off, Petey. I don't want to know what your odds for survival are. Well, it's not good. Not good at all. Extremely low, actually, to the point that I don't think we will be... I said, shut up, you idiotic metalhead. Well, that's just rude. I was only trying to inform you of your increased risk of death, so that you may have a chance to say goodbye to loved ones, or whatever you humans do. Is everything okay here? Ah, Lieutenant Hunter, how are you? I was just trying to explain the odds of survival on this mission to the captain, and she called me an idiotic metalhead. I don't know what's gotten into her. Perhaps it's her impending death. Yeah, possibly. Yes, that probably has something to do with it. PD, could you just fetch me the MIG welder? I need to get this... this... whatever it is... secured to the base plate for transportation. Certainly, Lieutenant. Thanks. Hey, Red, how are you? You holding up okay? Hi, Brett. Of course. Why shouldn't I be? Why is everyone so worried? I got this. Yeah, I know you have. You're the best. I just... You just what, Brett? You just... Worry about me? Will miss me while I'm gone? Don't think I can do this? What? (sighs) Nothing. Don't worry. I know you'll nail this mission. The MIG, Lieutenant! Ah, cheers, Petey. Okay, you guys load up. I'll get this secured down and loaded. Then you can haul ass out of here. Quicker you go, the quicker you're back, eh? Grendel! Get your ass over here and help me weld this hunk of crap in place, will you? Yes, sir. Aye, aye, Captain General Admiral of Goddammit. Lieutenant, I'm on. Yes, sir. Re, I'm hot. <laughs> That's everything on board and ready to go. How's the machine doing? All secured, loaded and ready to go. You can ship out when ready. Great job, Brett. Thanks. I'll be back home quicker than you can say. Happily ever after. Happily ever after, my love. What was that? I said mind how you go. Go on, get on. Pity has already started the engines. I'll see you when you return. <laughs> okay, see you soon. Take care of Brendel. Come on, Grendel. Let's get some work done. Okie dokie, yep. Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shut up, G210. Good 
morning. Welcome to BB Wolf Haulage. How may I assist you this morning? Two strong coffees. My office, now. Very good, Mr. DeVille. So, explain to me again, Gunnalt, just how your brother Lupus can get it so wrong. He was supposed to just follow the ship, not blow it to smithereens. Now, not only do we have every law enforcement agency, including the bloody Space Corps, trying to figure out who did it, but we still do not have the time machine in our hands. I know, Father. I can only apologize. I thought even my dim-witted brother could handle such an easy task. I was wrong. It won't happen again. I will handle it personally next time and there will be no mistakes. You need a real wolf to do this. So, when will there be a next time, my son? How do we know who has the device now? <laughs> Father, do not underestimate my abilities. I have it on very good information that the device was taken on by Space Corps and is currently on its way to Jupiter. From what I hear, their first galaxy logistics section aren't entirely sure what they have in their possession and they're going to try and trade it at Grandma's. <laughs> oh, that is too precious. They have no idea the power they hold in their miserable little hands. Prepare a ship for interception, and do not let me down, Gunnolf. Do not get so arrogant in your belief that you will take this so easily. Lupus, although not of woven descent, was useful in his own ways, especially on missions of espionage. Even you, Gunnolf, have failed us before on missions and as a son. Do not fail us this time. I need that device. Uh, mother... I'm sorry you feel I'm being arrogant. I'm merely confident that we will soon have the device in your hands. A fox should never have been trusted to do the task. He was never a true wolf at heart. Yes, my dear. Gunnolf is more than capable, and he will not let us down. Lupus will pay for his error in other ways. See to it that he doesn't, as there will be consequences beyond even your imagination. Leave Lupus to me. If we are ever to bring our forefather here, then we need that wretched machine. Only when he is here will the galaxy finally bow at our feet. It will be so, my dear Akalia. I promise you that. I will depart within the hour, Mother. Lazarus, give me an update on our course, will you? Certainly, Captain. We are about one parsec away from the Galilean moons of Jupiter. Thank you, Lazarus. Please engage warp drive and set a course to within ten clicks of Ganymede. Inform me when we arrive. Affirmative, Captain. May I ask a question, Captain? Of course, Petey. As long as you don't make some stupid comment about our chances of survival. Yes, I have observed your actions before, when I tried to tell you... Get on with it, P.T. Yes, quite. Sorry, Captain. I was merely going to ask what the plans on arrival at Grandma's are. Easy. We're going to dock, and then I'll run in there shouting my mouth off with something like, Hey, I've got a time travel machine. Who wants it? Then kick the ass of whoever tries to take it, then take them into Space Corps and go home. What? Are you absolutely out of your senses? 
That will make our odds even beyond bad. Better, better. In fact, that would look welcoming. <laughs> Relax, Petey. We're going to wait ten clicks out of Ganymede and weigh up the situation when we get there. Report into Space Corps and see how they want us to continue. Oh my, I think I've blown a sensor. <laughs> I'm going to go to diagnostics and fix what you broke. Lazarus, please run a diagnostic scan when I plug in. Affirmative, PT-9. Lazarus, what the hell is happening? I am not quite sure, Captain. What the hell does that mean? Report, Lazarus, now! Sorry, Captain. I cannot give a detailed report. But sensors are picking up an armed vessel somewhere in our vicinity. With all weapons ready. Captain, I heard the commotion and locked straight into Lazarus' mainframe and sensors. A ship has locked onto us. Give me a visual. I cannot, Captain. There is nothing to see. We have no coordinates to lock onto. They are using some kind of cloaking device. Well, lock onto the ship's heat signature. Also a negative, Captain. Whoever this is does not wish to be seen or found. They must be using some sort of jamming technology. It is showing as the ship all around us. How the hell can it do that? We're in warp drive. Negative, Captain. We have not yet engaged. Main warp drive had a problem, so I had to divert power to it from the engines. We will be able to engage in one minute. Holy shit, Lazarus, get us out of here now! Warp drive is not yet at full capacity, Captain. If we do, then there is a slight chance... Boot the goddamn warp drive now! They just go. The slippery little buggers went into warp drive, sir. Slippery little... For God's sake, Clank, we're in a heavyweight starship. You could destroy stars in this thing, but you can't keep up with a tiny little cruiser like the Star Rider. Well, we could, but you said you wanted to remain unseen. And with you being such a clever man and all that, I assumed you knew you cannot maintain cloaking whilst in warp drive. Therefore, we would have most definitely blown our cover. Well, of course I was aware of that. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of it too. I need to make sure I'm not working with an incompetent, foolish droid. Of course, sir. I can see that. Cannot and must not screw this up, Clank. Mother will hang us both up by the... By the... Well, you know what. Personally, I don't want that. By the nuts and bolts? Yes, sir. I can imagine that it wouldn't be the most pleasant sensation for you. Quite. So where the hell are they now? found them, sir. They have just left Warp Drive and are approaching the Galilean moons of Jupiter. Ganymede, to be precise. Lock onto their coordinates, but bring us to a location just outside their scanners. I don't want to lose them again. Remember, Father wants us to monitor them first and then strike when the time is right, as arranged. Affirmative, sir. 
Maybe we should have tried that tactic before you locked all weapons on them last time. Shut up and just get us to the Galilean Quadrant. Shut up and just get us to the Galilean Quadrant. Aye, sir. Taking us into warp drive now. Just off Ganymede, General. We had to give slip to an unknown enemy. They had all weapons locked onto us just near to Alpha Venori. We couldn't see them. It was as though they had surrounded us. We were unable to detect anything, so we just got the hell out of there straight into warp drive to get us here. Great Ganotons, Captain. Are you alright? Is the package or anything damaged? Negative. We are all okay. Well, we are, but the ship's hull has received some damage as we went into warp drive. There was a problem, and Lazarus One was attempting to fix it by diverting engine power. I made her bypass it with a direct order to warp, and now we have a hull breach. We've managed to cut off that section of the ship until PT-9 has made repairs, but that will take a few days. Ugh. As long as you're okay, your mother would kill me if anything happens to you. Seriously, I'm fine. But what now? How do you want me to handle this? Well, it's clear that whoever is making these attacks is aware that we have the time device. That is now our advantage. We need you to make contact with a vulgar fellow named Crown Blacksaw. He's the head barman at the Poisoned Apple. The bar is in the Great Red Spot. It's a floating orb within the Eye of the Storm on Jupiter. Make your way to the next moon, Europa, and make contact there. Do not go any closer, or with your hull breach the magnetic pull will tear the ship apart. Crown will rendezvous with you there and take you to the poisoned apple. Is Crown expecting us then? Affirmative. He knows you're coming, but we did not express why. We need you to get close, then tell him what you have. He should then transport you to Grandma's so you can trade with Drizax. Drizax? The most ruthless, disgusting, rude and obnoxious arms dealer in the galaxy. <laughs> Lovely fellow. <laughs> you send me on all the nicest missions. Don't worry. Crown is a two-faced, lying, cheating son of a bitch, but he's no harm. However, it's the meeting with Drizax that should bring out whoever it is that's after the device. So be careful. Drizax will know who it is and he will tell them. In fact, this whole conversation is pointless as no doubt they already know you're here and what you have on board. This is all great, General, but what I don't understand is why would we be trying to trade the most powerful weapon in the history of the universe? And what the hell is going to happen when they realize it's only a decoy? Because, Captain, we need to know who is after it and why. That's all I know. Those are the orders from Space Corps Council. Hell, I don't even know where it's from or who made it. Just don't let them get their hands on it. I'm starting to get a real bad feeling about this, General. What do you mean? Don't let it get into their hands. I have a decoy. Why the hell would it matter? Holy shit. Oh my god. Cube. I have the real machine, don't I? General, why would you lie to me like that? Now, Ruby, calm down. I couldn't tell you or your mother the truth. 
We needed you. I trust no one else to do this. You are our only hope of getting these attackers. Space Corps made me do it this way to ensure you would go. <laughs> With all due respect, General, that's crap and you know it. And when, if I get back, we will be having a more, shall we say, animated discussion. Over. I fail to see how watching cartoons will be of help in our conversations, Captain. Captain? Ruby? God damn it. That god damn motherfucker. Excuse me, Captain. Petey is down in maintenance area 2A. He says he has good news. <laughs> well, I could certainly use some right now. Patch him through. Good news, Captain. The breach isn't nearly as bad as we at first thought. My scans indicate that it is a very minimal breach and we should have it fixed within the hour. Finally, good news. So how come it isn't as bad? Thought it was going to take days to fix. Even we droids can make errors, Captain. The bridge I saw on my original scan was, uh, was, uh, okay, it was a porthole. Not an actual hole, okay? The bridge we do have is on the outer skin of the hole and is about the size of an apple. A simple weld patch will fix it. I'm on it now. Oh, great news. Thanks, Petey. And watch out for any more windows. Wouldn't want you getting sucked out into hyperspace, would we? <laughs> okay, Lazarus, panic over. Make a heading for the Europa moon at half speed. That should give Petey enough time to fix the breach. Then we can see how this shit's going to pan out. Course is set at half speed, Captain. On our way. Welcome to the Poisoned Apple. Can I get you sleaze bags any more drinks? It's good to hear I programmed you well in how to deal with customers. But if you ever refer to us as sleaze bags again, I'll have your metal ass scrub quicker than you can say nipple bolts. Do I make myself clear? Yes, master. I am Chrome Blacksaw. You may refer to me as Scumsucker. <laughs> Go fetch us around a Valerian Von Tash. Right away, Scumsucker. So then, Drizax, to business. A ship called the CS Starrider has just made contact from Sector C, just off Europa. The captain wishes to meet with you. Our source of the Space Corps says she has a package she wishes to trade with you. What does she have, Drizax? Why would Space Corps send her here? Have they gone mad? <laughs> she has arrived then. Good. My contact was correct that they would come to me. Bring her to me, Crom, and let me see for myself that what they are carrying is not just myth. Myth? What myth? What is it, Drizax? What does she carry? The chronological manipulator, Crom. No one believed it was true. But it would seem that some mad fool has only gone and made a time machine. And I want it! But I will not be trading for it. <laughs> Mindless pricks! They 
think they can send me some young whore to trade with. She will leave here in a body bag if she is lucky. And I feel merciful. A time machine? How? When? Is this for real? Surely others must know about it. Oh, they do. And they are already here, waiting to trade with me once I have it. <laughs> they really believe I will accept money over this. Once I have my hands on the device, no one will ever dare to cross my path again. I will rule the universe! <laughs> now go and bring me this lamb to the slaughter. On my way. Gentlemen. Gunolf, come in. Gunolf. Crown. Hmm, you were right. Trizax will double-cross you in order to keep the manipulator. He doesn't realize that I know you are a secret chaser. Well, of course he doesn't know you, imbecile. Now stick to the plan. Of course. Over. Well, he was easily bought. Do you trust that he isn't even double-crossing us with Druvax? Why would he? The fool knows who I am and the power I hold. You don't hold any power. You just run a haulage company. Oh, shut it, you insolent hunk of crap. We don't merely run a haulage company. It is an empire. Do not forget we are a mere subsidiary of Lycan Industries, built by my father's 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 father. Well, it's a family business, eons old, and we will run the entire universe, and people will bow at our supremacy when we hold the power of the time machine. Yes, yes, I hear you. And if Daddy lets you play with his new toy, you can feel powerful too. Ah! I said shut it, you can of hoggle spit! Stand by and wait for Chrome. He will inform us when to make our move. <laughs> Yes, let's wait for that pirate to tell us when to make a move. Talk about dumb move. You make Lupus look clever sometimes. Captain, I have a crown black sore hailing us on interstellar frequency 5. Do you wish me to patch him through? Affirmative, Lazarus, thank you. The frequency is open, Captain. Thank you. This is Captain Ruby Hart of the CS Star Rider. I trust I am talking to Crown Blacksaw? That you are, Captain. And welcome to the Galilean Moons. 
I received a message from Space Court to rendezvous with your good self here. So, here I am. Now, how can I assist you? I'll cut straight to the point, Crown, so we know where we stand. I need to meet with Drizax, and I know you are the man to make that happen. Drizax? I know of no Drizax. Cut the shit, Crown. You don't think Space Corps sent me here just to try your Ganadrom rat piss, did you? We know you are the middleman, so get me to the poisoned apple and a meeting with Drizax now. Or am I to bring the Space Corps down here to ask in a different way? Oh, Drizax. Yes, yes, I remember now. So, why would a lovely lady such as yourself be wanting a meeting with Drizax, eh? Ugh, like you aren't already aware. As I said, cut the shit and let's get on with this. Please. Mmm, feisty, aren't we? I like that very much. Okay, prepare to be transported across to our humble little shed. Well, he sounds like a delightful fellow, don't you think? Shall I pack our body bags now or later, Captain? Ha ha, Petey. That won't be necessary. (laughs) He's probably all talk because of his small... Ship? Yes, yes, probably. Here we go. Be safe, Captain. PT-9. Keep a lock on us at all times, Lazarus. I'll let you know when to beam the package down. Already locked on. So where is Drizax then? You promised me a meeting. All in good time, my dear. No rush. Drink? No. Thank you. It's seen as bad manners to refuse an offer of a free drink here at the Apple Captain. Please, don't offend my good nature. I'd take a Volgar Thrill Charger right about now. Splendid choice, Droid. Barman. One Volgarth oil changer for my metal mouth friend here. And get a Valerian Vontage for the good captain here. Make it a special Vontage for the lady. Come, sit down, sit down. You've had a long journey. Take the weight off, my dear. I didn't want to drink, and I don't want to sit. But do I have a choice? Hmm, no, you don't. Now, sit your pretty little ass down so we can discuss business. Ah, here comes Drizax now, and your drink. Well, I didn't expect to see a captain so pleasing to the eye. Mmm. A 
and you smell and feel so good. Do not touch me again, or I'll break every bone in your disgusting little hand. <laughs> I like this one. I'll keep her. <laughs> so, what have you bought? What is so pathetic that even Space Corps don't want it? Oh, it's far from pathetic. Even you have never had something like this. So you'd better have come with your game on, as you're not getting it lightly. As for Space Corps, they have no idea what it's worth. They have no use for it. They can't get it to work, so presume it's broken. They figured it was worth something, so sent me here to trade. Well, you have my attention, little girl. What do you got for old Drizax? A swift kick to the balls if you call me a little girl again. I have a machine that can manipulate things. A machine that manipulates? <laughs> If I wanted something to manipulate, I'd have stayed married to that bitch I was with eons ago. As bitchy and manipulative as your ex was or is, and believe me, being married to you was probably the reason behind her ways, even she couldn't manipulate how this machine can. I'm intrigued, little lady. What does it do, this machine of yours? It is known as the Chronological Manipulator. Do I look like a Fingorian P-Lab? What's that in a language I can understand? Oh, for God's sake, it's a time machine, you idiot. A time machine. <laughs> you dare come here to my place and take the piss out of me? There is no such thing. It hasn't been invented. It's a myth. Sure, we can teleport. Go at warp speed. Hell, we can even replace parts of our bodies within the hour if blown off in war. But manipulate and travel through time? I smell bullshit, little girl. I said don't call me little girl again. Be glad we aren't standing, as your balls would now be in orbit around Saturn, you disgusting and rude little boy. And wow, I mean little. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, you seem to have me by the balls, Captain. So, let's stop the bullshit now, shall we? And show me the goods. Then perhaps we can talk seriously, as I can uh, now see you're not to be messed with. Drink up, you feisty thing, and bring me the manipulator. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. Oh, what is it? Valerian Vaunter. 
granted, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. It tastes like, oh, I don't know, but it's just wrong. Oh. Petey, inform Lazarus to beam down the goods to this location. Are you sure, Captain? I don't like this. I do not like this at all. Something isn't right. Don't worry, Petey. I've got this in the bag. Affirmative, Captain. Lazarus, come in. This is PD-9. Please transfer the goods to our coordinates immediately, please. Beaming down now. PT-9, could you please make the Captain aware that I have picked up a transmission from a craft to your exact coordinates? I presumed it was the Captain, so I intercepted the communication. Crown Blacksor has also just beamed down whoever is on that ship to assist and seize the goods. Whatever that means. Anyway, the package has been beamed. I knew my circuits were right. I didn't like this at all. Listen, I said, we're going to die, I said. But oh no, no one listens to Petey. No one! There we are, all present. This is your chrono. Your... Chrono, I feel strange. What was that drink again? Captain, we need to get out of here now. Lazarus, come in, Lazarus. Feeling a little under the weather, are we, little girl? Your Valerian Vontage must have been out of date. <laughs> Lazarus, come in. Oh, Lazarus won't hear you. We jammed all communications once the package was delivered. Seize the droid and lock her up somewhere suitably shitty. Oysa, <laughs> come here. Oh dear, oh dear, please don't chip my paint. I just had a new coat and get your hands off the captain, you scoundrels! Oh dear, boys. We're scoundrels. You won't get away with this. I promise you, I will kill you. Slowly. Thought you'd start the party without me, did you? No, not at all, my lord. Asshole! Who the hell do you think you are pointing a gun at my head? I am Drizak! Shut it, you prick. Well done, Crow. Uh, where is the captain gone and her droid? And the machine? Where the hell is the machine? I thought you were watching them. Not me. I was busy saving your ass from Drizak's. There, near the door. Get them! <laughs> Come here, you bitch! Petey, we're screwed. I'm sorry, I should have listened to you. What should we do? The only thing we can do, Captain! We have no weapons and no way out! We have to use the machine! How? I don't know how to work it. Get out my way! Move it! Out my way! Don't touch that thing! Do it, PT! Do it now! Affirmative, Captain! No! 
thank you for listening. The New Adventures of Red Riding Hood was brought to you by Studio 7. Julia Eve as Captain Ruby Hart. Terry Cooper as General Douglas Olkirk. Nathaniel Chambers as PT-9. Tanya Milojevic as Lazarus One. Lynn Foley as Amelia Hart. Commodore James as Lieutenant Brett Hunter. Nathan Comstock as Grendel. Joe Stofko as Fenris Deville. Gareth Seven as Gunnolf. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Akalia. Bonnie Bogovic as Clank. Pete Lutz as B.B. Wolf. Gareth Seven as Captain Ginger. Saint Sexton as Drizax. Tom Fellers as Crown Blacksword. Ali Murphy as Female Droid 1. And Natalie Chisholm as Female Droid 2. <laughs>